ear. Um, what's good? I go by the name of Riley Ritz, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Shout out Bushwick, shout out Canarsie, shout out Best Eye. I rap, I do OnlyFans reviews, I and yeah, I rant rave and podcast as of right now. <laughs> um it just moved me to it just moved my spirit to like get back on here and actually I wanted to do a callback to or call it a bonus, call it whatever. I just wanted to speak on episode 30, cancellation policy, where I attempted, keyword attempted to talk about the Chappelle's, the Chappelle special on Netflix, the closer. The reason yeah, the reason the reason why I emphasized the word attempted because I was I was stuttering. I was porky pig all over the place. Beep, 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 beep. Trying to talk about something that, looking back, I didn't have a 100% grasp on. Like everyone else, I just watched it for the first time off the strength. It was Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle coming out with a special Netflix. Oh, shit. Let me see that. And the first time I watched it, I really didn't get, I really didn't get a full grasp of what I watched. Although his points was hitting, some of his points still do. But earlier I was earlier I saw I was on Twitter earlier and I just saw somebody tweeting about it. And it just sparked it for me because every other time I've been seeing tweets about Chappelle because in the meantime since that special dropped on Netflix, a lot has transpired. A lot in a little. I'll say that. Um, transgender workers from Netflix is currently on strike. A hundred workers specifically. A thousand. Like, the numbers vary, to be honest. And basically, they want, they want Netflix to pull that nigga's special off. Is transphobic, homophobic, and misogynistic, and all this other shit. Uh, and Netflix ple- president basically said, I ain't taking down shit. Feel how you want, though. <laughs> and earlier, I was, ugh, I don't want to say it. I was watching one of the Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club clips. And I'll be honest, up until two days ago, I was not watching the Breakfast Club I haven't watched The Breakfast Club in a long, 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 long time up until that point. Honestly, because Charlemagne the God turned me off. Not neurotic, just turned me off from listening and watching. Like, it's like, especially with that frenemy, that frenemy shit playing out in public with him and Joe Button. The podcast shit. So I got back into it only because this guy. I posted this clip recently on my Instagram. I forgot his name. But he was saying some key shit. And it just moved me to watch the whole thing. And I fucked with it. I watched that. Then I watched RZA on there. And then I was keeping up with the Chappelle shit. And that's how I knew. So I'm like, nah, whatever. Y'all proving him right. But as soon as I saw somebody speak on it on Netflix, I'm like, damn. 
that's when it, all right, you know what? Let me rewatch this nigga special because I want to, you know, I want to form my own opinion. Like I want to reform my own opinion and just solidify it. This way from here on then, how I feel about it, I can have the confidence to say that it's 100% coming from me and not influenced from others and shit. So I'm re-watching it and I'm like 50%, 50% I understood where he was coming from. The other 50%, okay, I could see how, you know, I could see how, how that certain thing or certain punchline, whatever it could be, could rub people the wrong way. You know, so, and, but specific things that just came to my mind. Like, you know, in the Metal Gear Solid shit, when the fucking, one of the guards catch neck and you get, it was that for me, a couple moments. One was like, I realized nobody really talked about how Dave Chappelle was antagonized. On those occasions that he spoke about, no one talked about how he was antagonized. Minding his own business. <laughs> like, and yeah, there I, go. there I am using like as a placeholder again. But yeah, no one talks about how Dave Chappelle was antagonized on a few occasions. More than a few occasions, honestly. And I just think back to how, you know, the transgender, lesbian, gay community are talking about, you know, Dave Chappelle being a bully. But based on the stories I just heard, y'all are basically becoming the very thing that you hate. (laughs) Y'all are enacting the very thing that you hate. So it's like, uh, there's already a contradiction there. There's already a contradiction there for one. Like I get not like, I get not liking somebody's special, whatever the fuck, but it's another thing when you're stalking them to their car or you're, or you're fucking confronting them at a bar somewhere. And just, I saw your special in X, Y, and Z. Like, the fuck? Or even doing that camera, that secret camera recording shit. I never liked that shit. I always thought it was invasive in general. Because I saw a clip of this black guy. He was working out in the gym. And this white guy's low-key recording him. And he confronts him. Like, yo, why are you recording me? You knew why I'm recording you. You look weird. Like you record, you're working out with your shirt off, okay? And how's that bothering anyone? I ain't know. There's no rules against that. You just look weird, dude. Don't record me or what? And then this guy gets, you know, apprehensive about it, and he's just telling you, look. And the black guy's just telling you, yo, don't record me with it without a shirt off. Like just recording somebody about their consent is weird. And then the white guy gets in his fucking face, and they, the black guy's calm the whole time. And the white guy got in his face like he was really going to do something, but he didn't do shit. He just walked off, tried to be as intimidating as he can be. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in the closet. (laughs) He's in the closet. He's in the closet. For you, this like two things. One, 
he was recording him. Like, it's weird enough that you're recording someone with their shirt off while they're working out in the gym. But the other thing was, throughout the whole confrontation, he was calling the black guy the F word. F-A-G-G-O-T. He was calling him that throughout the whole time. So I put two and two. I'm like, oh, he's gay. Okay, he's gay. I mean, I'm straight. And even I was able to put two and two together. You find him like, like Dave Chappelle said in the special. He was one of the sad gays. One of the sad gays. Meaning, you're one of those gays that that tries to pray it away daily. You recorded him without a shirt on because you low-key found him attractive. And you're disgusted with yourself that you find a man attractive, a black man at that. The whole time, the whole time you was fighting the urges, you could have just shot your shot. If he'd have turned you away, he'd have turned you away. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. At least you live in your truth and you did it. But nah, you had to be weird about it. But yeah, that's my rally randoms for now. But um, yeah. But that was the add-in with being antagonized. He was antagonized. Straight up. And the bait, like the baby shit. Uh, yeah. I kind of agree on that. Like that like he's the baby. Honestly, the more I think about it, to me, what the baby said of Rolling Loud was more weird. To me, it was more weird and random than offensive. To this day. Because it's like, what would make you, out of all fucking forums, what would make you say it on there? Like, did you see somebody giving head in the parking lot? Like, did your homie show you a game porn before you got to stay? Like, I'm just trying to figure out the situation. Could, to trigger you to saying that on there. And it goes back to what I said on episode 30. If he would have said it in a predominantly black concert, it would have never went no further than social media. But he said it at Rolling Loud, which was in Florida, which had predominantly white people there, which I'm pretty sure were gay, lesbian, trans there too. Oh yeah, it's going to make rounds way past Twitter and fucking Instagram. And sure enough, it did. It got to the ears of Elton. It got to Elton John. And then, sh- and then bags started being taken away. Bags started being taken away. And before you know it, I mean, Blacks was already over him because of his music. They was already over him because they were tired of his music. Niggas been saying it was sounding repetitive with the fucking flutes. I never heard a nigga use so much flute since Nas. He probably out. He probably outdid him on that one. Every fucking song sound like a, an instrumental stripped off a SpongeBob SquarePants episode. You have a nigga playing the recorder in the studio when you spit your bars, my nigga. Like, yeah. There was already over him for the music, and then the shit just snowballed into worse when the shit with him and Megan played out. I already had my words for that, so yeah. 
It was over him for that. Add that with the fucking Rolling Loud shit. Oh, yeah. They was ready to cancel him. And the shit with cancel culture is it's going to be effective if they never liked you. Like, it's temp to me, it's temporarily effective with the baby because after a while, they just stop liking him. Add that shit with the whole, add that whole shit with Megan and Party playing now. They really stopped liking that nigga. So there was really, so there was really ready to be over and done with. That's how I feel. Cancel, cancel culture only works when they don't fuck, when they don't fucking like you. That's it. They don't like you. They never care for you. There was never that investing in you to begin with. Niggas keep saying that Daniel Caesar is canceled, but I feel like if he were to drop another album or EP again, he'll still do numbers. He'll still pack out a show. If he were to do a fucking concert over at Prospect Park in Brooklyn tomorrow, shit would still show up. But because the nigga's been remaining quiet throughout this whole time, he's canceled. I don't like that shit he said about Yes Jules, like caping for that mediocre white bitch, but... I don't think he's necessarily canceled. He's just quiet at this time. If anything, I feel like the only people they really canceled was Chrisette Michelle. They still haven't forgave her for that for that shit with Trump, for her performing over at Trump. They still haven't forgave her for that shit. And I'm like, yo, when y'all gonna let her back outside? Like, that Trump shit has been over with now. Like, come on now. Y'all still bump her music. You just, it's okay. Like, I feel like in that situation, it's okay to bump her new music, but you don't have to like the shit that she did or some of the shit she said after what she did. Y'all still listen to fucking, what's that shit? I forgot the name of that shit. Damn, I know it's going to come to me after this shit is over. But, yeah. Again, cancel culture is only effective for people y'all never like. Remember the time with fucking... That shit, Do- that shit with Doja Cat came out? She, she in the racing chat room showing feet. Y'all didn't cancel... Y'all didn't really cancel her. Y'all canceled her as... Y'all canceled her like fucking NFL was canceled. Exactly. Y'all canceled her like y'all canceled NFL. All she did was stay low, kept fire. Now y'all back to love. Now niggas is back to love her like it never happened. So much so to the point where niggas is like, cancel who? Nobody canceled Doja Cat. We still bumping Doja Cat over here. Niggas are going to deny that they jumped on the hate train initially. But yeah. And... I'll give it to Doja Cat. She stayed low, they kept firing. She stayed low, kept firing, and survived cancel culture. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I have to respect it. I have to. When you're that talented and people and you're likable, niggas is not gonna really cancel you. Football, niggas like football too much to cancel it. Nobody was really gonna cancel it. Niggas gonna niggas gonna like Nick. Niggas was going to be like, all right, whatever. 
Or niggas is like, yeah, all right, I ain't canceled shit. Sorry to you, sorry to that man. Sorry, Colin, whatever, Nick. You'll be all right, though. You getting that settlement, right? You'll be all right. You tough, right? You'll be all right. There's always the Canada Football League. It's always the D-Leagues. There's always the post office. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be all right. But um, back to Chappelle. Um, so there was the, antagoni- the, the antagonizing. Then there was the baby. Then there, then there was, okay, I do, I still stand on that part where he said about, like, gays are minority until it's convenient for them to be white again. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I still stand on that. So, until I have more to say on that, let's move on. (laughs) But, I'll be honest, what... Maybe say, okay, you know what? I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing the Riley Randall's videos on this. Is when he got to that part about gender being a fact. And that's why I was like, oh shit. Because I'm not going to hold it right after he said all that. And it was getting up to the part of, it was getting to the story of Daphne. First of all, R.I.P. I paused it because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch this again. (laughs) And I just Googled. The first thing I did was, can transgender women have babies? I looked it up. Can transgender men get women pregnant? Like the same way a man could. And I legit looked it up on Google. Looked up two articles, three articles, and as soon as I... Read them all down. Like, I actually read them, read them. I didn't fake read them like most of y'all niggas do. I've read them. And as soon as I read them, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm not saying shit. (laughs) I'm not saying shit because that's what capped it for me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just let whoever is bold enough to say more shit on the Chappelle special, go ahead. Knock yourself out because it ain't me. <laughs> Dead ass. That's when I, because as soon as I heard that and read that, that's when I was like, okay, nah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable speaking more on the gay, lesbian, transgender community because that leads into a rabbit hole to where saying certain shit is, there's no coming back from that. And me being me, I've already, I know I've already burned a few bridges before crossing them. I don't need to burn all of them. I don't need to burn all of them. Because, especially if you don't know how to word it, you're going to sound fucking weird. You're going to sound fucking weird and you can't afford those doors closing on you. So, nah, I'm not touching that with a pole. But this is but this isn't also saying that I'm I'm definitely not transphobic or fucking homophobic or whatever the fuck. Me, I never saw and yeah, I'm gonna sound fucking white saying that. But I never paid attention to people's gender like that. Because 
I'm from, I'm born and raised in fucking Brooklyn, New York. So I've been around blacks, whites, gays, lesbians, trans all my life. I've been around them all my life, so it means nothing to me. And I don't say it in a negative way. I judge you on your fucking character, your principles, your standing, how you treat yourself and how you treat people. Especially how you treat people that can't do anything for you. Gender doesn't mean Really, gender doesn't mean shit to me. Like, clearly you can see color. Clearly I can see color. Like, that's something you, I can't, that's something you can't be blind to. But as far as whether or not you, whether who you, who you define yourself as or who you, or who you screw in the fucking bedroom. All that shit is irrelevant to me. What you eat don't make me shit. Like if I if you're a good person and I fuck with you and you fuck with me, cool. If not, then it is what it is. Honestly. And and my initial thought on it was do do, does that specific I thought that specific community want to be treated like everyone else that was my whole thing is either they want to be treated like no different no differently than the regular people or they want preferred treatment when it's convenient for them because one thing I do agree on they think being one minority justifies they think being a minority justifies being racist. Like one doesn't justify the other. Like I get being like just because you're gay doesn't justify you being a fucking racist. Just like being gay or whatever doesn't justify you being a misogynist. Which is a possible which is a thing. Just like being gay doesn't just just like being gay that just like you can be gay. And still be a misandrious. That's a thing. That's a thing. Which is which also at the same time is another fucking stereotype for. It's, that's definitely a stereotype for the lesbian gays. For the lesbians. That because they're 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 lesbians that they're also misandrious. Like they're not one is not synonymous with the other. I just want people to know that in case they don't. Or just willfully ignorant. One is not synonymous with the other. As far as the lesbian shit goes. Matter of fact. Same thing with gay men. One is not synonymous with the other. Just because niggas is gay. Doesn't mean they hate women. Although at the same time. It doesn't excuse the ones that do. Just like. Like lesbian women. Not all lesbian women. Are dating women because. They hate men. Although there are some out there that do. I just want people to be smart enough to know when one is not the other. But again, one doesn't justify the other. I hope I'm making sense with this. At least I'm more clear-minded than I was last time when I attempted to speak on this. Because it's really fresh on my mind to speak. So I'd rather just speak it now while I have the fucking energy to do so. Because 
I don't want to be fucking stuttering worse than I was before. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anything outside. But, but yeah, I always, like, but back to my initial thoughts. Like, do y'all want to be treated no differently? Do y'all want to be treated like regular fucking people? Or do you want preferential treatment when it's convenient for you? Because... There's one there's another thing I don't like besides what I just stated, and that's matter of fact, it's a it's alignment with what I'm saying now. Like I don't like and I don't feel like this is just with them. It's in general. I don't like when peop when a person feels like the world should revolve around their feelings, specifically their feelings. Like fam. The world's going to keep revolving. The world's axis is going to keep revolving no matter how no matter how the fuck you feel. You're sad right you're sad right now. World's going to keep spinning. Happy. World's going to keep spinning. Mad. World's going to keep spinning. And don't get me wrong. Like how it was in the 80s and 90s is totally different compared to where we're at now. So Although some progress is made, not enough of pro- not enough progress is made. So I feel like I can I'm clear enough in the mind to state that. But to where niggas can't get their jokes off, niggas can't speak on the times without stepping on feeling like they gotta step on glass and eggshells, it's fucking ridiculous. And that and again, that's where I that's where I think back to episode 30 because I was honestly conflicted. That was another thing. I was honestly conflicted because I was vibing off what Dave said, Dave said, but I also thought back to what Kat said on the Joe Button podcast. It was like, y'all niggas couldn't even be, y'all niggas wasn't even all that funny in the fucking 90s where you could, you could say the wrong shit, but nobody was going to give you shit about it. It's 2021, and you still can't go without saying the, the F word? You still can't go without calling people the R word? Like, certain shit can be avoided. It's just niggas are too lazy to do it. And that's what those are the, those are the fucking buzzwords they cling to. But watching this Dave Chappelle special, I don't think that was necessarily the case. I didn't get transphobic. I didn't get homophobic. He was really speaking on his experiences with them. Who are we to invalidate? Who is anyone to invalidate a person's experiences just because our feelings doesn't, our experience or feelings doesn't align with that? Again, that doesn't make you any, by doing that, it doesn't make you any different than the oppressor that you're you're trying to the oppressor or the oppression that you're trying to fight against. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. That's really all I got from his second time out. He was speaking on his experiences and his thoughts on it. Whether, I mean, whether, honestly, whether a person could think it's right or wrong, is that's really the subjective part. Whether you think it's right or wrong for him to think about it. But 
to make it seem like your feelings is the, the general law is asinine. If that's the case, we should all be in fucking death row. <laughs> we, should all, we should all be on death row just off the strength of my feelings. My feelings are fucking intense. My feelings are intense. Wow, I, can, I really admit that in public. Yay for self-awareness. My feelings are fucking intense. And I would feel like for every person that wronged me, wronged me would be under the fucking ground. But it is what it is. That's really all I got from it. His experiences, his philosophy, life has, as he see it. He's not saying, like most of what he's saying is not fact. Outside of that gender, it's a fact shit. And again, that's a that's really a tough just that's really a touchy topic with me. Cause again, like I said, that's if you uh, how can I word this? See again with wording. To me, with the whole turf acronym along with gender as a fact, and then you actually try to look into that shit and you go inside the rabbit hole. And if you come out with any conclusions, whether it's along with mine or anyone else's, you'll, to me, like, this is just me. You'll feel kind of icky talking about it. Like, there's, there's just no coming back from that. And if you're, a brave, if you're a bolder soul than me, hey, knock it all out. You just got to live with the consequences. He's hand, Dave is handling his consequences. I'm pretty, Nazar, he's probably not giving a fuck about him either. I'm just telling you how I took it watching, watching it the second time out. I don't think there was, I, me, Riley Ritz, don't think there was anything transphobic, homophobic, or misogynistic on, on that special. And if it was, I'm, it really didn't come off intentional. It really didn't come off intentional. But that Daphne shit, wow. Yeah, I couldn't go, I couldn't watch through that again. That story towards the end is fucking heartbreaking. Like, just when you think it's, oh shit, like, alright, he has a transgender friend. That's, that's what's up. She opened the him. That's what's up. She defended for she defended him online. Yikes. And that's where I get icky from. That's where I get that's where I get icky at because y'all can consider somebody that identifies as transgender as one of yours until their ideals and opinions doesn't align with yours, and then suddenly it's fuck you. You're the traitor. Judas, suck my dick. No pun intended. Honestly, no pun intended. And that's wild how y'all could consider somebody in your community just as long as they're hive-minded like you. Sheep mentality shit. Like, I don't respect it. That's not a real community at all. That's a fucking cult. Y'all cult now? Really? Just because... Just because she considers somebody like Dave Chappelle a friend... And fuck rocks with him doesn't make it. 
shouldn't shouldn't have made her any less of one of y'all. To me, I to me, I identify her as an individual. Both things could be true. I can disagree. I can disagree with y'all, but still rock with y'all. Y'all have to like y'all making it seem like you. Y'all making it seem like her defending that nigga was defending a fucking lynching. Two radically different things. Rad radically different things. And for her to be bullied to suicide, that shit sucks. That shit sucks. And I doubt that anybody from that community even reached out to her fucking daughter. And if somebody did and actually is active in that, God bless them. But for the but for the majority that didn't, again, how can you become the very thing that you fucking hate? That's been my whole thing throughout this whole time talking. Y'all want to fight the oppression so y'all want to fight against the oppression so bad. Y'all want to fight against oppression so bad that you're. And that, like you're, and that, like you're basically taking on their traits. And again, it's not just that LGBT community. Black men and women are the same way. We intensely hate something so much. We're actively fighting against our oppressor that the minute we don't see eye to eye in certain views, mind you. It's, it, it, does, it can be something as small as a favorite rapper. And the fucking, and the oppressor just jumps out of us. Like, I can understand if it was something towards, something against black women. I can understand if it was something against black men, you know. Um, public lynches, to the modern day lynches to this day. Shit like that. If it's, if it's against your humanity to exist as a black man or black woman in this country, then, then I can kind of understand. But if it's something subjective, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's one thing when it's objective. It shouldn't be that deep when it's subjective. And for all I know, certain... And for all I know... Certain, if not most of these subjects in the LGBTQ community is very objective. But again, I'm just going off what I got from that special. Like, why, why invalidate a person's experience dealing with y'all? Because again, based on what he spoke about his experiences, y'all were the aggressors. Y'all been on his ass for... How many specials? A while now. And towards the end, he was opening dialogue. He was opening dialogue. And y'all first reaction to it is, fuck you, nigga. We striking. Fuck you. We had enough of your shit. Nigga, go back to Africa for 20 more years. Fuck it. Make it a lifetime. Stay over there. But for what I understand, in the when I was listening to The Breakfast Club... They want more transgender writers on there and shit. Like, I don't remember verbatim, but I do agree with with the transgender writers over there. Simply because 
that allows like why not make the content that you would want to see more of in media and shit. Hell, whatever happened to fucking what was it? Here TV. Here TV. I don't remember, but I knew it was that net. It was the only network that showed that had that show. Um, Adam, not Adam. Adam something. I'm not. I'm not bugging. But it was a. It's a. It's a very, very well known show. Adam something. Yo, this is gonna fucking bother me because I know I know I'm gonna remember that name to after the fact. I know I'm not gonna remember that name to after the fact. It was Adam something. It was at Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. That was the name of the show. Noah's Ark. I can't re- I can't remember the network that was showing it, but I damn show damn well knew the show. Noah's Ark. They can definitely bring that network back or put something new in its place or integrate more, you know, LGBTQ shows and the regular networks, which is also why I was kind of conflicted on Superman's son being gay because I just think all the way back to, okay, this is not a first time thing. You know, because Batwoman premiered that, re-premiered as a lesbian woman. And come to think about it, one of them X-Men niggas is gay. Not Iceman. He's modern-day Iceman now is gay for now. Who knows? Maybe another crisis came and who knows? But yeah, one of them X-Men affiliate niggas is gay. He's been gay since, since the 90s. So, and... When you honestly think about it, Superman's son is, I don't want to say a new character, but he's, in a way, an original character. So, they're trying to make him radically different than his dad. Because I always said that, because I always said on fucking Twitter that Superman seemed like the nigga that was slut shamed sex workers. I always say that on Twitter. Superman looks like the type that was slut, slut shame sex workers. Matter of fact, him and Steve Rogers, <laughs> Captain America. Batman looks like he's the only one that's pro-sex workers. Matter of fact, not nah, look, he is pro-sex worker. Think about it. The woman that he proposed to and was on the verge of getting married was Selena Kyle. A former jewel thief. And a former sex worker. Yes, a former sex worker. Batman year one, she was a sex worker. Dominatrix. Yep. Yeah, and by the way, all them niggas is fictional characters. So take it with a pinch of salt. But either way, like I said before, it's not like you're going to see them niggas sucking dick live on the fucking comic book. So all these people were fake Karen anyway. But other besides that, to round it up. I didn't take anything wrong. I didn't take, like, I'll put it to you like this. Certain punchlines, certain things, I can understand how it will rub people off the wrong way. Like, that's fair. But on the overall shit, I'm like, 
Okay. He's making it seem like they're making it seem like they said kill all tra- kill all trannies. Or fuck them gays, fuck them lesbians. And he's just speaking on it. Like and he doesn't have to be comfortable with everything. I can like I ain't gonna hold it. I would I wouldn't know how to react to somebody that's identifying another thing. Another thing. Nah. Let me reword this. I will react the same way. I will react similar to him. Not going as far as to say ill grows. What the fuck you doing standing next to me? But I would be shocked. I would definitely be shocked that much. You can't expect everybody, like, for you to expect everybody to be, hmm, calm. Oh, okay. Nah, nigga. I mean, don't get it wrong. We're in New York. We didn't see much stranger shit, but that doesn't mean shit here and there can't shock us. That would be the here and there. See somebody in the dress, pull up to a fucking stall next to me. First of all, why are you on the stall directly next? If there's space, you know the you know the fucking space. Me, space, you. That's for anybody in general. But yeah, how he will react and how he feels about it doesn't mean he's fucking transphobic. Again, everybody's lives and the whole world in general can't revolve around your feelings. Sorry. Again, we made some progress. We made some progression since the fucking eighties and nineties, but not all. So there's still some work to be done. If any of it's going to be done. But at the same fucking time. Niggas is not going to walk on eggshells and glass shards just to spare your fucking feelings. Sorry. And don't get it wrong. Your feelings do matter to you. There's no such thing as invalidated feelings when it comes to your feelings. You're entitled to feel how you feel. Does it make it fact? No. 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 Nor should there be laws made based on fucking feelings. Otherwise, like I said, we all be doing life on the fucking electric chair. And at the end, that man, that man said he was going to stop making jokes. He was asking, basically asking for dialogue. And y'all responded with striking. Fuck you. It's been how many days since the special passed? Like, damn. Just like I didn't agree. I still don't agree with how that shit, that shit with Kevin Hart went down. Feel how you feel about him. Feel how you feel about his jokes. That shit with Kevin Hart and Twitter was just bullshit. It was just bullshit. Like, the, the mentality of a person back in... 2012 is not guaranteed to be the same mentality of a person in fucking 2021. 2021 Riley and 2012 Riley are two entirely different people. (laughs) Shit, in 2012, there was no such thing as fucking OnlyFans to my knowledge. Matter of fact, OnlyFans didn't even exist until... 2016. 
So, damn, 2012 rally was still trying to find his way. And 20 and fucking 2012, none of us were all that fucking mature. None of us was all that fucking woke. And I got till we all without sin, let's stop the pulpit. Stop. Stop it. And this is not to excuse back then behavior, but it's just niggas niggas grew up since then. So come on. Cut some slack. Or don't cut some slack. I don't give a fuck. It's not like you're gonna judge it's not like you're gonna judge anybody at the game anyway. So hmm. but to wrap it up though, like I I didn't see me, Riley Ritz. Didn't see anything harmful from it. But that also isn't... That also isn't me saying that I'm transphobic or or the other shit. It's just me disagreeing. I'm allowed to disagree, right? It's no laws against that. (laughs) I'm not... I'm not anti-anything. I'm not anti-anything. Like I said earlier, I don't judge you on what gender... You identify as. I don't judge you based on who you kiss, fuck, suck in public or private. All that shit is irrelevant to me. Your principle, your standing, your character, what you believe in, what you don't believe in, how you treat people. All that shit matters to me. Especially if you're fucking trustworthy. I don't care. You fuck with me the positive way, I fuck with you the positive way. You don't, you don't. Stay on your side, I stay on mine. If I don't like somebody, I don't be bothered with them. Who you fucking is not that deep for me. To me, at least. So, yeah. Shout out to my old listeners. Shout out to my new listeners. Um, my website, R-I-L-E-Y-W-R-I-T-T-E-N-S.com. Sign up for my newsletter so you can hear first dibs on music, discounts. I'm giving out free merch to two people. Last day to enter is 1030, October 30. So make sure you enter by then. Check out the merch. If you want to buy it outright, do that. Or if you want to go for free, then if you want to get it for free, then RileyWittens.com. And also, same thing with my music. You can check out my music. Spotify, Tidal, Audio Make, Audio, Audio Mac, sorry. Audio Mac, SoundCloud, wherever. Raleigh Rittens, you know the name. And uh, yeah, man, until the next episode one.